0: Hola, you're listening to In Your Piel or In Your Skin, a skincare podcast highlighting POC estheticians, beauty professionals, and everything in between. I'm your host, Claire, and I'm here to help you feel empowered, find services near you, and learn about other POC beauty professionals that are doing big things in the industry. I'm an esthetician, digital marketer, Polyglot, and I'm obsessed with all things globalization and skincare. I founded the brand Beauty Tracia, where I share skincare tips in a multilingual context and have met so many amazing aestheticians of color in the process. Finding beauty professionals of color is a common struggle on social media, and for this reason, I'm looking to highlight those that may look like you and can resonate with the struggles of being a POC in industries where inclusivity isn't always top of mind. This is a space where I look to share their story, new product launches, and talk about what we love most in the industry. If you're ready to find beauty professionals that can resonate with your story, and maybe learn bits of a foreign language when possible, you are on the right show. Hello and welcome to another episode of In Your Piel. I'm really excited today. I found a really interesting esthetician on Twitter, and she agreed to come on the podcast and share her story. So I want to introduce everyone to Candace. She founded the brand uh, We Glow Skincare based in Charlotte, North Carolina. And I think it's really cool that she specializes in multicultural corrective skincare because when we're in school, we're not really taught how to take care of women of color skin. It's very just by the textbook and focused on just passing the state board and don't ask questions. So I really think that it's cool that she's offering this service for a woman of color because it's very needed. So welcome, Candice. Thank you. Why don't we get started by you telling us how you got How'd you get started in this in this career field? What made you want to become an esthetician?
1: Um, what really made me want to become an esthetician was growing up. My mom was a Mary Kay rep, so you know I was just always around that culture, seeing her, you know, do facials, do makeup, and I really enjoyed the process and how I was able to see that she made people feel just better about themselves. And I always that's that's something that always stuck with me, whatever I want to do, I want to be able to like make people, you know, to have that feeling that people are grateful, you know, and can tell a difference about how they feel.
0: That's really cool that's an interesting story and I think she's definitely proud of you that you you're continuing the tradition in the family and skincare and beauty and a lot of people start out with skincare with brands like Mary Kay and Avon mm-hmm. and then they they go on to better formulations and better products but you have to start somewhere and that's an accessible Absolutely. brand for a lot of people so. No, that's really cool. I didn't know that. Maybe you could tell us uh, about a few of your struggles during the pandemic as a small business owner. I'm sure you had, I'm sure you had your moments, and you obviously you went through it. You have an amazing social media presence, and you're able to help a lot of people. But maybe you could tell us a bit of a story about what it was like just during the pandemic for your business and what helped. Mm-hmm.
1: So. For me, during COVID, it was kind of like a twofold thing. I was actually working at a medical spa, but I was in the process of opening up my own spa at the same time. So when COVID um, you know, first came around, I was out of my job at the med spa, but I was already in a place of where I was ready to move to a different... I was moving from Georgia to North Carolina.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So that... For me, I don't ever really think of it as a struggle. It really just get that downtime really just gave me an opportunity to um, to like dial in and focus on everything that I needed to do for myself, for my business. Make sure that I had everything down to a T so that when, uh, in fact, you know, the spas did open back up, I was able to hit it head on and still be for me in my first year somewhat successful Mm -hmm. still amidst, you know, the pandemic.
0: Mm -hmm. I think that's great. So you were still training during the pandemic, instead of just sitting home watching Netflix, like a lot of other people. And that's that's important, because when you're lying there on the table, you want to be able to trust the the esthetician that's working on you, you want to know that, okay, they've done this hundreds of times, especially if you're getting a treatment like microneedling or or dermaplaning, which is a scary procedure—you're holding a knife to somebody's face. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> So you want to know that they know what they're doing and that they're well practiced. So I think that's really, mm-hmm. that's really good, and that's important that you're able to, to continue your education. Do you have any recommendations for the people that are listening? For maybe, maybe they just graduated from from aesthetic school. They just got their license, and they want to do more classes. Do you have any recommendations for where they could continue their learning?
1: um for me uh one person that really changed like my perspective on multicultural skincare is um miss joelle lee i love her yeah i want to get her on the podcast she's amazing yeah her book is amazing is it her book literally breaks down everything that you need to know and how to treat it i've taken several of her um courses Uh so i'm she's definitely number one. she's legit yeah yeah
0: Yeah, I love her she's really nice and humble and she's she's trying to help and she realizes that look there's a big gap for women of color and aesthetics and we deserve to be feel beautiful and have all the same treatments as as white people so it's just it's it's great that she's sharing her knowledge and she has that as kind of her branding where she wants everyone to be included in the industry
1: Right, And what I love this is about actually a good
0: segue into my next question. So our industry is not perfect. There's racism, there's prejudice, there's all these different just inequalities in the industry. But maybe you could go into a bit of detail about how you would like to see the industry change to better serve women of color That could be like better education in schools or more inclusive products or I'd just be interested right. to hear your thoughts
1: uh yeah you hit that that on the head um for me it's the education it the education lacks so, not only just for women of color but it lacks in all areas when you're in school but the but the fact that it, we're not taught how to treat all skin types when it, in fact we're sitting in a room full of people from all different cultures i i mm-hmm. you know i'm not a fan of that and that What we learn in school that that transfers over into the professional realm where you have professionals who who are on higher platforms, but they still have no idea how to treat skin of color. So I Mm -hmm. feel like just some some change in a, a major change in the curriculum would help a lot. Mm hmm.
0: And I feel like they need to involve more women of color in the in the in the planning of these curriculums. And absolutely, like, I I know the the lady that wrote helped write them a lady book, and it's like mm-hmm. it's some white lady, and it's like she's she doesn't care about helping Asian and Black women mm-hmm. really learn how to take care of her skin. She just wants to do everything by the textbook, and it's all state board compliant. And I'm just like, we need to advance. Like this is 2021 with all the injustice that's going on in the world let us have a spa treatment that's for everyone mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely, and we need to learn how to how to apply chemical peels for skin of color and what treatments we can and cannot do um laser treatments which ones are appropriate for darker complexions and absolutely. there's just so much that we could learn and try to try to teach each other and absolutely I feel and like, I feel did. like it's a step in the right direction, especially with pages like like Joelle Lee. She's my favorite mm-hmm. esthetician for 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 feeling more confident when I have mm-hmm. uh, a black when I have a black girl on my table. I want her to feel comfortable in my abilities, and I want her to trust me. So I feel like taking taking her classes is really really important. Absolutely. Maybe you could talk about. Um, so you're, I, I'm really impressed with you that you have your own small business. You moved from Georgia, North Carolina, and now you're you're doing big things. You have a great Instagram. You have, you have a lot of pictures of men too. I think that's great that you're giving uh, men facials as well because when we talk about inclusivity, it's not just for women. It's not just for non non-binary people it's it's for everyone so I think Absolutely. that men deserve to to not be crusty tonight not... <laughs> <laughs> so maybe you could go into bit. Right how, how is it you that you market to men do they just do they see that you do men's facials and then they dm you and they book or how does that work how do they um, how do you make them feel comfortable
1: I, I really think it's just my personality because you know if you look at my instagram I'm not really like just just full out girly I don't do mm-hmm. a lot of like glitters and pinks like that so it's mm-hmm. very very neutral so they mm-hmm. feel like when they come in they're like okay you know she's not going to be doing too much yeah so mm-hmm. and I make sure you know I post the videos and stress the importance of you know them learning how to take care of their skin as well
0: yeah skin skin has no gender so I think that that's really good that's mm-hmm. really impressive and I know when I Thank give you. the the men in my family they're always just saying okay I don't want anything that smells like roses nothing I want masculine fragrances I right. want chocolate and, right. and wood chips I want wood chip scented and, and i just like that doesn't <laughs> exist but <laughs> I feel like it's a matter of making them feel comfortable in their skin and just they 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 feel the difference I'll be like okay we just finished here's your mirror. Uh-huh. you can touch how soft your skin is and no they're oh, just yeah. like wow I had a lot of dead skin on my face and it's just like it's mm-hmm. just it's skin everybody has skin and everybody deserves to to take care of themselves take an hour hour out of your day every every month get a mm-hmm. facial and you're gonna love it and just get a good skincare regimen SPF and don't overdo it on the exfoliation but clean your face. <laughs> correct <laughs> you're right <laughs> Uh, Candace, maybe we can talk about what was your proudest moment as a small business owner.
1: Um, my proudest moment for me would just be opening my spa in general. Mm -hmm. Um, I've just I like growing up. I've always been kind of like all over the place and unable to like focus. Mm -hmm. and hone in on what I actually wanted to do you know I went to I went to college for a little bit I was in the military for a little bit you know I was uh, all over the place so for me to actually follow through with school finish school and follow up and have an actual business you know and then be able to like go there every day I think that's my proudest moment so far
0: that's great, and that that's motivational to know that you you tried different things, you tried to figure out what was your path, and you finally found it. And now you you opened up your small business because it's great to work for yourself and dis- define your own hours. And then you can help the community more because when you're working for somebody else, it's all about asking for permission. Mm-hmm. But when you have your own business, you're calling the shots, so you're in charge. And I think that's really empowering. And I'd like to see more more people once they're ready. Obviously, like I'm mm-hmm. not saying. Right after you finish aesthetic school and you get your license, go open your own business because I don't think that that's very smart. Because you need to get clients and get get confidence and get get expertise and a couple mm-hmm. of things. But yeah, I think that Absolutely. that's that's really really inspiring. Maybe just to um, finalize, maybe we you can talk about how we can support you for for our listeners that aren't based in in the Charlotte, North Carolina area, how can you help them?
1: Um, I offer virtual- consultations. how can we help you? (laughs) They can help me by, you know, if you have any questions, if you want a consultation, I offer virtual consultations. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I can help you from basically anywhere in the world, we can get products to you. Um, And really just continue to spread the word about other women of color in the industry, Uh, you know, on instagram repost people's work share it you know because just because it might not be you know useful to you you never know who else um will see it that's in their area
0: i totally love that and it's about helping other peoples and helping their business grow because that's how people have found me and they 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 found out that oh i have this podcast and i post in different languages and i'm doing all this stuff and i'm i'm trying to do publicity for all these women of color estheticians and I yeah, it's it. it's cool. It's cool to build the community and get to know people virtually, and then help promote them. And it's it's it makes the the community feel a little more, uh, more smaller, more intimate. So it's very nice. Absolutely, I appreciate <laughs> it. Absolutely. Okay, well, I will post all of your information in the comments below. Make sure you give Candace a follow at We Glow Skincare, and visit her for a facial if you're in the the Charlotte, North Carolina area and i thank you for listening to your podcast listening to this podcast and you can check out new episodes every friday and yeah have a great day i hope that this episode was both entertaining and informative for you expect new episodes every friday so make sure you subscribe and check out my social media pages at beauty thalasia for daily skincare content also let me know if you or someone you know would like to be featured in a future episode We would love to hear your story.